Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, July 29th, 2023. It is 7.58 a.m. Pacific Time, and this is episode 265 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Saturday, beautiful morning. 7.58 7.58 here on the West Coast. It's July 29th. We're coming down the home stretch here in July, Boogs. We got episode 265 today, episode 266 tomorrow, and then we roll into August, my friend. Man, it's going to be great. Can't wait for August to come. It's uh, been an awesome July. We've been on fire on these baseball picks. Uh, we also have lots of sports news to talk about. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's been great. We're looking forward to another profitable day today. Uh, congratulations on your uh, little round robin hit yesterday. Yes, sir. And uh, we keep rolling. We roll into the weekend. We uh, we kind of typed up the card yesterday and took a look at some stuff. Just to better prepare us from today. Had a pretty good day yesterday. Looked to keep that rolling. Hit a uh, like Boogie said. Hit a three team round robin yesterday. Gave one of my friends a five-team parlay, and it actually hit. I couldn't believe that. Let's go. Uh, you know, parlays are usually thrown in the trash, but I think we're starting to really uh, figure this out, especially with baseball being at this time of the year. The uh, trade deadline just a couple days away. So, you know, teams are making moves left and, left and right, and that's going to kind of be the main topic of conversation when it comes to uh, our topics and tidbits segment before we dive into our picks today. A lot of teams uh, making moves, uh, the Dodgers being one of them. They just keep buying. They got Lance Lynn yesterday. Um, they also got another pitcher as well from the White Sox Yeah, they, uh, that should be able to help them out. Uh, but yeah, Lance Lynn, this guy, uh, he's been pitching a lot better, this old man. I mean, oh, man. this dude, he's got a, a big belly. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Bartolo Colon. Uh, little, little Burt Kreischer. Little Burt Kreischer. And uh, we've been, uh, you know, fading him early, but he is coming on late. Yeah, there's a lot that could go down. Um, Lance Lynn, obviously, to the Dodgers. There's a lot of names out there uh, that the Reds are trying to maybe target. The, the Reds actually beat the Dodgers last night in uh, Dodger Stadium. So, big win for them as they try to catch the Brewers in the National League Central. Um, Marcus Stroman, Jose Quintana, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, Michael Lorenzen. Uh, just a list of the guys. The other pitcher that they got was Joe Kelly, who was a big part of their run in the 2020 World Series. That's right. So they got Lance Lynn, they got Joe Kelly, they picked up Kike Hernandez, they picked, they, they traded, uh, they traded Noah Syndergaard to the Guardians for Ahmed Rosario. So Dodgers adding right now, and uh, rumor has it that they are really strongly going after Nolan Arenado from the Cardinals. Wow, that would be something to get those guys. I mean, they lost a couple of key players uh, yeah. that were big hitters, uh, you know, in the last year or two. Uh, they're not afraid to uh, drop some of those guys in their salary and wind up <laughs> picking up some new guys at trade bait and maybe even just a, a couple months rental. So uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what they can do. Uh, also, depending on what the Padres can do in the next couple of days, uh, Blake Snell also might be on the move uh, if the Padres uh, feel like they can't uh, compete. Yeah. And uh, we're looking at also Josh Hader from that rotation as well as yeah, one of the of star relievers uh-huh. uh, to also be on the move. So we're going to see what happens on that side. Yankees making a strong move to maybe get Cody Bellinger of the Cubs. We shall see what happens with that. Didn't his dad play for the Yankees? Ah, you know what? That, that I'm not sure about. Uh, I know that... Uh, Cody, though, has been a, a key uh, cog with the Dodgers in the last several years. 
and now he is uh, possibly going to be on the move. Obviously, the Cubs are not doing very well this year. Uh, that would be a huge, uh, I think, boost for them and their slumping offense of the Yankees. So that, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, they at The Astros actually this morning grabbed Kendall Graveman from the White Sox. So Kendall Graveman for catcher Corey Lee. The Astros grabbed Kendall Graveman to help with their pitching. Obviously, we talked Lance Lynn. David Robertson got traded from the Mets over to the Marlins. So another- What's going on with that? I mean... You've got the Mets maybe even being just like the Padres, struggling all year, and now you've got a couple of guys, star aces, um, you know, like Verlander. Uh, obviously, they have him in the market possibly to be traded. Yeah. And then we also have a guy that's also uh, very, very strongly wanted to stay with the Mets, but now Max Scherzer is also saying, you get rid of your star reliever in Dave Robertson, Ex-Yankee, by the way, who was great with them for a while. Now Scherzer is questioning upper management to figure out what is going on because obviously he wanted to stay with the Mets. Why am I here? Why am I here if you're getting rid of all these guys? Well, and it's not like, I mean, they are in striking distance. You know, we're approaching two months to go in the season. Most of these teams got about 60 games remaining, and the Mets are only six and a half games back of the wild card right now. So... Definitely, you know, we kind of have a saying, once you get to the trade deadline, the goal is to be at least, worst case scenario, single digit games back of a playoff spot and you got a shot. Um, and the Mets find themselves in that in that place right now, six and a half games back. So I'm surprised that they are selling these guys. They also reported that uh, Tommy Pham and Mark Canna, um, utility outfielder, journeyman for the Mets, Tommy Pham, as well as Mark Canna, their third baseman, um, both drawing a lot of interest. And one reporter, Andy Martino, with the New York Times, very likely to be traded. Um, Omar Navarez is another one. So it's weird to see the Mets on, on this end of the spectrum not necessarily adding guys, but actually dealing guys. Yeah, And, and it can work both ways. You know, if you got dead weight on that team, you know, you could... Like, let's say maybe they weren't really pleased with Robertson's performance as a Met so far. So you could always maybe chalk it up to maybe a win for them. Maybe they get rid of a an older guy, a bigger contract, and they get some young guns in there. Um, been documented, Lucas Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez to the Angels. So good to see them adding. My Pirates, I knew we were going to trade somebody. Carlos Santana got traded to the Brewers earlier this week. And what's going on with Otani? Looks like Yankee uh, Angels are going to stay put. And they're going to keep Otani and try to keep him and uh, wind up saying $500 million is the starting starting point of what he's going to demand uh, after this season. They're going to keep Otani, and uh, they're four back right now, four games over 500, and they are right in the playoff race right now. And speaking of Otani, he actually had the, I'm going to call it, the best day that a pro athlete has ever had in the history of any sport. If anybody didn't see this the other day, they Fire. played they played a doubleheader. Shohei Otani threw a one-hit shutout in game one and hit two home runs in game two. It's amazing. They won and they won both games. And I think that might be the best single day for anybody ever. You think about even pitching in the major leagues in this summer heat in a day game. And throwing a one-hit shutout against Major League hitting, 
than suiting up in game two as a hitter and hitting two home runs. I mean, if his uh, if his buying frenzy didn't go uh, after that game, I don't know what would. Yeah. Um, that's talking old school baseball. I'm not talking 70s and 80s. I'm talking 40s, 50s, and 60s mm-hmm. where these guys played grueling, didn't get paid. Yeah. At all, barely, and then that's what they were doing. And and these guys making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And this kid is just showing that he loves baseball. He he loves to play. And it's not just about him playing. It is amazing the the performance that he is putting on. Yeah, it's just great. super. It's Babe Ruth all over again and beyond. It's amazing. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, there is a huge. Fight tonight out here in Las Vegas. And I kind of want to go to this thing. It's so good. You got two undefeated fighters tonight on Showtime out in Vegas. Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford. 12-round bout for all the titles on the line. Spence is the WBC, IBF, and WBA welterweight champion. And Crawford is the WBO welterweight champion. All four titles are on the line as Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford fight 12 rounds out in Vegas tonight. Cannot wait to see that. I'm going to have to order that on pay-per-view. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Spence can do. Uh, Pre-show, we're talking about him coming out with Eminem. It's going to be interesting. But Terrence Crawford, man, the the guy has been unbelievable. Uh, You have to give him credit. He is the favorite right now. Crawford minus 145. Spence catching a plus 125, 10 and a half round total, over is minus 250, under is plus 210. Uh, I, I got to lean Crawford here in his veteran leadership. I like Crawford to go, go ahead and take care of business. You said Crawford's a big underdog? Minus 145, not big underdog. Spence plus 125. Okay, so Crawford is the favorite. Yes. This is actually, these fights start at 1 o'clock this afternoon. They're actually fighting at T-Mobile Arena. Looking at tickets right now, if you wanna if you wanna sit right by the ring, you're probably looking at dropping about five grand a pop for the tickets. Mm. If you wanna sit lower level, uh, depending on what side, if you wanna sit lower level, you're looking between five and fifteen hundred dollars. Upper level, um, upper level gets you between three three and four hundred. And then upper upper level T Mobile, which we know there's not a bad seat in that place. Not a bad seat. price. You can go hide lounge. Hyde Lounge uh, with a view is That's about two fifty, and Hyde Lounge with no view is two hundred flat. So, good luck. Uh, tickets range between two twenty two and up towards of nineteen thousand mm. dollars. That's gonna put in some uh, very good. Uh, T Mobile's gonna make some money tonight with this event. Heck yeah, they're gonna make money. I mean, it's gonna be all the celebrities gonna be out. This is one of the most anticipated fights. Uh, in a very long time. So if you can see it, catch it on pay-per-view. It's going to be great and uh, going to be a lot of action. Want to drop 20 G's eats and go sit on the floor? And yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I'm looking at this, dude. Floor A, row C, $19,035 a ticket. Yeah, Holy it's cow. insane. It's insane. It's going to be wild. Before we get into baseball, we got anything else that we got to talk about? I mean, you got to give a shout out to the U.S. women. They probably should have won the other day. They wound up uh, tying and drawing with the Netherlands uh, as the winning streak is over. Uh, but it wasn't a loss. 
uh, United States women's national team uh, fought hard uh, to a 1-1 draw against the Netherlands. Uh, Lindsay Horan's powerful header off a corner in the 62nd minute uh, was able to cancel out Jill Roard's wonderful 17th minute strike. Yep. We wound up getting uh, Portugal now for the next uh, game, and they are going to be our next match. Going to be playing on Tuesday, August 1st for the FIFA Women's World Cup. At uh, midnight, it looks like the United States are minus 400 in that game against Portugal. Um, all the games today in the FIFA Women's World Cup are over. Sweden got its second win with a 5 nothing win over Italy. France got its first win beating Brazil. And Jamaica got its first win defeating Panama. Um, tomorrow is pretty much an all... And the times are so weird on these. Uh, 9.30 p.m. tomorrow night, South Korea plays Morocco. And then all the other games are like midnight and 2.30 in the morning. Obviously, the time change and stuff is very... Interesting. They play at very odd times. So, yeah, the United States will take on Portugal at midnight. Uh, that'll be Monday going into Tuesday. It's going to be interesting. They should have won that game the other day. Uh, they had their opportunities, uh, but they still lead the group that they're in, and we should see them uh, go ahead and take care of business against Portugal. Got to take care of business against Portugal. Keep winning. Got to just get into that... Uh, Getting to the knockout stage, man. Getting to that round of 16 to where it's win or go home. It's a young team, uh, so it's definitely uh, different than the last couple. But looking to go with the trifecta uh, for a World Cup champ. So we shall see what happens. Go USA, baby. Let's go. Go USA. Um, So we can dive into baseball now. And it is that time of year, man, where the contenders are contending and the pretenders are pretending. Oh, there's a lot of pretenders out there. Yeah, I mean, you can see everything's really starting to take shape in terms of the um, the race to the postseason. There's teams that are uh, double digits back as we speak. Um, the teams that are kind of out of this, uh, Tigers, White Sox, Royals, A's, and the AL... Uh, Cardinals, Pirates, Nationals, Rockies, and the NL. So as the days go on, teams' magic numbers become smaller. They'll start getting mathematically eliminated. So a lot to talk about today of big-time slate of baseball. And we got all later games today as our first game is at 12.07 p.m. Pacific. And it's up in Rogers Center in Toronto. And it's Alec Manoa, Reed Detmers, and... A big win for the Blue Jays yesterday, 4-1, to one, finally knocking the Angels off of their winning streak. And uh, th- I could kind of see that coming from a mile away. For whatever reason yesterday, the Angels acquired Lucas Giolito, and they were $2 underdogs. That didn't make any sense to me, and for good reason. Blue Jays won that game 4-1. to one. I'm just wondering, like, I couldn't get to the window with this when I narrowed it down, and and I'll and I'll disclose openly my three team round robin for today that I bet in case anybody wants to pony it. But I'm just I, I went with the Blue Jays in this one, but I want to I want to tread lightly because Alec Manoa is having one of the most odd seasons of any pitcher I've ever seen. This guy was an All Star starter last year. And this year, in 72 and a third's innings, he's 2-8 and eight with a 6-1-0 ERA and a 1.80 whip. He just can't find his stuff. And I'm waiting to see when he's actually going to have a, have a quality start. And I'm, for pod purposes, I'm saying that that's going to be today. 
And I'm going to take this, I'm gonna take a shot at it, take the Blue Jays, minus 119 at home. They're a good home team as well. Yeah, I mean, they do lead the series so far three games to one. Uh, Manoa is just having a weird season right now. Um, it wouldn't be like their team is really on fire in regards to their bats. I mean, it's been an up-and-down season. Uh, they, they got on paper, they got a very good offense uh, there. And the Angels have been on fire lately, so I really yeah. don't know. And with what's going on with Otani, and is he going to be traded? Is he not? Are the Angels all in, which I know they are. Um, yeah. They just seem to be having this. They to be able to get Otani to stay, I think they need to go in a in a way that they not only make the playoffs, but they also win at least a first round. So yeah. I think they're going to do whatever they can to get there. Um, and Manoa's ERA is, is high, so it's not like they're just not doing run support for him today uh, or this season. Uh, Deadmers, I do not like uh, as well. He's struggling this year, two and seven with a four point three eight ERA. Better ERA though than Manoa with a six point one zero. I had to take a stab here on the other side, my friend. Uh, I mean, you're giving me plus one thirteen on the money line here for the Angels. I'm gonna go ahead and take it, and I think they got a shot to win today. Angels for Boogie, Blue Jays for me. It was funny in yesterday's game, in the uh, top of the first inning, Shohei Itane hit his, uh, a home run to start the game. And it was his third home run in as many at-bats. And I don't know if you saw this, but there's a viral video out there of Matt Chapman, the third baseman for the Blue Jays, screaming at his manager. And he's like, why are we pitching to this guy? <laughs> he's the only guy on the team that can hit. That is... As funny as that is, that that doom's problematic for the Angels because he's kind of right. Mm. I mean, Tawny's just carrying this team on the mound at the plate. I mean, they got to get him some help. Uh, I think getting Trout back will be good. Mm. Anthony Rendon, when they signed him, I mean, he right now is in like the argument of having the worst contract of all of baseball. This guy's getting paid like $40 million a year, and he's not... Hasn't even played like 50 games. I mean, he was on fire with Washington yeah. and uh, got a World Series out of it. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes that's what happens. But it's funny you talk about the Otani, Max Chapman, Matt Chapman, because back in the day with steroids, yeah. no one wanted a pitch to Barry Bonds. They walked in with the bases loaded. With the bases loaded. And I think you're almost at that point now with Otani. Um, but, you know, there's going to be those guys out there with egos that are going to say, oh, no, I'm going to take care of business here. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you just got to just gotta do what you got to do to be able to make sure that he don't uh, hurt you. 100%, brother. I agree. Tigers and Marlins are in FS1 at 110. The Marlins got back on track yesterday with a 6-5 to five victory over the Tigers, and they are just trying to stay in this thing. They're making their moves. Obviously, we said they hired uh, David Robertson, traded for him. Right now, they're tied with the Giants for the third wild card spot in the National League. The um, Tigers, they're starting to fall apart a little bit. Seven and a half back of the Twins. It's kind of still in striking distance. The thing here is, this was originally going to be Joey Wentz's game, but they scratched him. He was 1-9 with a 6-7-8. New pitcher for the Tigers is going to be a bullpen game. Is Bo Brisky. Never heard of him. Bo Brisky. Um, he's only pitched five and two-thirds innings this season. He's got a 4.76 ERA. This was a game that I bet last night prior to the scratch of Joey Wentz. And Johnny Cueto's only made one start this year, so I think he can really do some damage. The Marlins are at home, one of the best home teams in all of baseball. 
I think they keep winning, man. I think they had a tough start to the second half of the year, but they're starting to figure it out. And uh, the Tigers are on a little bit of a slide right now, losers of four straight games. So I'll ride the Red Hawk uh, Marlins at home with Cueto. This is a game I actually bet last night. I'll take the Marlins at minus $1.51 to beat the Tigers. Yeah, I'm taking the Marlins here as well with Johnny Cueto, veteran leader here. That's why the Marlins got him. Uh, didn't uh, pitch great uh, with an 0-1, 4.50 ERA. Uh, but Brisky comes in 0-0, like you said, but makes his first start and sixth overall appearance. He has a 1-2-4 ERA. Um, and his last start was a win, six innings pitch, three earned runs, five hits with a one walk and four strikeouts and a 7-5 road win versus Kansas City back a year ago, July 12th. So I am uh, leading here Cueto, who makes his third start, fourth overall appearance. He's got a .90 whip, uh, so his control is pretty good. No decision last time he pitched, uh, six innings, one earned run, only two hits, and one walk with eight Ks in a 4-3 home win versus Colorado last Saturday. I got to go with the Marlins here. I think uh, they're on a, a will winning streak, two wins in a row, two out of three, I believe. Minus 151 is my money line. Give me the Marlins. Marlins on the money, baby. Agreement pick number one. Moving on to agreement pick number two, 4.05 p.m. This is uh, start of our night slate here. All these games are later, which is going to make for a fun Saturday night. NOLA against Priester, Phillies and Pirates in the Battle of Pennsylvania. Phillies won game one of this series yesterday, 2-1. I actually bet the Phillies. Fading the Pirates this time of year is never a bad thing. Um, Quinn Priester is obviously a top 30 prospect within that Pirates organization. Got called up. He's made two starts so far. He got absolutely bombed against the Padres in his Major League debut. Second game, he pitched a little bit better and got a win. So he's 1-1 with a 9-2-8 ERA. Aaron Nola, I mean, it's the same story with him that we talked about weeks ago. He'll, he'll give up a few runs, but he actually has the best run support in all of baseball. To be 9-6 and six with an over-4 ERA is very, very good. It's very similar to Kirk, uh, Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson? Kirk? Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson, right. Kyle Gibson with Baltimore is in the same boat. He's like 10-5, and five and he has a 4-5 ERA or whatever. <coughs> I think the uh, Phillies bats are getting hot. Phillies are... Uh, kind of in the same boat as they were in last year, like literally in the same exact place when it comes to the standings and stuff. Sitting tied with the Reds for the number one wild card. Phillies get in, watch out. You know what they did last year. They made some noise. They got star power on that roster with the likes of Trey Turner and Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber. Um, Bryce and Stott, local Vegas kids, very good as well. Uh, JT Romuto, the list goes on. Too much talent, too much firepower. I think Nola will get enough, uh, get enough from his bats. I'll take the Phillies to beat the Pirates. Yeah, and again, you know, you've got the Phillies fighting here, and of course, you have the Pirates uh, with Priester on the mound. Uh, you know, he's going to get shelled again. It looks like uh, he's just young and he's just not experienced. Um, and of course, with these Phillies bats, I think that they can take care of business. And don't forget, with Carlos Santana being traded now, it only thing's going to make things worse. Uh, for that lineup with the Pirates. He's one of our best hitters. Yes, one of your best hitters. Uh, give me the Phillies today, minus 171. There it is, Phillies. Uh, so Marlins, now Phillies. Now we go Guardians and the White Sox. This has been all over the place. I originally had Clevenger making his uh, return. Now it's undecided. We're not really sure. I think Clevenger's going to go, last I read. But Guardians and White Sox in the NL Central battle. The uh, Guardians are really going strong. Um only a game and a half back of the Twins. 
Twins have dropped a few in a row, so that's helping a lot. So we'll see kind of uh, what happens with that. The uh, White Sox have kind of fell by the wayside. They finally got a win yesterday, though. They beat the Guardians 3-0, which was very surprising. I think it's a bounce-back spot for Cleveland, but I like something better. I like the under in this game. Uh, it was 3-0 yesterday. Total's 9.5, and, a half, and uh, the under is 6 out of the last 7 when Logan Allen pitches for the Guardians. So I will take the under 9.5 runs in this one. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there right now. I like the under, minus 120. Nine and a half is the total. I think that it can definitely cash. White Sox offense has been an issue all season. And obviously we have spoken on this pod about the Guardians offense not being very good. Give me the under here, under nine and a half, minus 120. Money, dude. Look at Boogie and I. And we didn't even plan that. Did not. Twinkies and the Royals. Really only one way to bet this one. Jordan Lyles is 1-12 with a 6-1-9 ERA. Really, really bad. Uh, what was funny is Kansas City is now only one game up on the Oakland A's for the uh, second worst record in all of baseball. Twins are looking to break a three-game skid. They lost the last two games against Seattle at home, and then they lost 8-5 in extra innings to Kansas City walk-off style last night. I think they get back uh, in the win column here. Minnesota Twins with Bailey over to get a win and uh, get back on the winning train. Yeah, I got to go with over here as well. He makes a start for the Twins. 17th of the season. He's 6-4 with a 2.76 ERA, 90 strikeouts in 94 and two-third innings. Uh, I believe that he should be able to take care of business today. Last time out, he tossed six innings, giving up only two earned runs against the White Sox, surrendering only five hits. Uh, I like the Twins here, minus 178. Full disclosure too, Boogs, that is the second leg of my round robin. For Let's today. go. The Marlins are the first leg, the Twins are the second leg, and we'll get to the third leg here in the next few games. Nationals and the Mets. <clears throat> what scares me about this game, number one, is the unreliability of Cookie Carrasco. He is, I like to call him the box of chocolates pitcher in the MLB. You never know what you're going to get with this guy. (laughs) He'll give you six innings and give up a couple hits, or he'll give you four innings and give up eight runs. You never know what you're going to get with this guy. Uh, Patrick Corbin has been similar. He does get pretty good run support, 6-11 with a 5-0-1 ERA. Um, The Mets, I don't know if you knew this, the Mets actually have the worst team ERA, or not ERA, the team batting average in the National League. They don't have a single player on their team batting over 260. Wow. Big reason why they have stumbled this year. Um, I shot you my ticket yesterday on my lunch break yesterday. I bet no run first inning in this one. Easy winner. Um, didn't really sweat much. The uh, Nationals went 1-2-3, and then in the bottom of the first, Nemo hit a leadoff single, but then uh, Frankie Lindor grounded into a double play, and then Alonzo popped up to the first baseman, cashed, cashed the ticket in about 10 minutes. Um I just don't know about what Cookie's going to do. And I also don't know about where this organization's vision is. They're trading. They're selling right now, um, although they're only six and a half back. Um, I'm taking a stab here. I know that we're going to go against each other on this one, but I'm going to take a stab at the Nationals at a plus 146 price. I don't feel comfortable laying that kind of juice with Cookie Carrasco or a Mets team that can't hit, and I have no idea why they're selling their players. I'll go Nationals to uh, win Game number three of this series and get in the win call. Yeah, I'm just a fade against Patrick Corbin here, who's 6-11 with a 5.01 ERA. Mets seem to be winning, even though they seem to be some sellers there. 
Uh, but as uh, this offense goes, as Pete Alonso goes, he leads the team with 30 home runs, 72 RBIs. Uh, his last five games, he's hitting 389 with four home runs, one walk, and 10 ribbies. Uh, I got to go with this team here that's questioning some of their management, upper management, after getting rid of, as we talked about, David Robertson, their their star reliever. But I got to go with Cookie Carrasco today to take care of business. Minus 160, Mets at home. Mets at home for Boogie and Nationals taking a stab at a big dog, plus 146. Remember, I mean, I'm glad that you have the Angels on there as a dog. We've been kind of breaking this down. Saturdays have been very weird. Uh, Saturdays have been a lot of underdogs. Sundays have been a lot of favorites. It's been weird, and I don't know if it's going to continue. We're going to monitor it, though. we got all the sheets in front of us, and we'll go over recaps. But it's been very strange these last probably month of the season, the way that that's been going. Got to agree. Saturdays, it's like something out of the twilight zone, like, I remember last Saturday, like, the Rockies, the A's, the Pirates. The Royals. And the Royals all beat playoff teams. Mm-hmm. It's been very weird. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer to college football, which is where all hell breaks loose. So I think they're just setting us up for football, yeah. which I can't wait for. We are actually four weeks away from college football. Hell yeah. Can't wait for August 26th to talk some college ball with you, my friend. It's going to be great. Um the hottest team in baseball right now, Boogie, could be the Boston Red Sox. Boston has won five straight games, and I don't know if most people knew this, but if you didn't, now you do. The Boston Red Sox have the best record in all of baseball in the month of July, which has gotten them right into the thick of this thing, a game and a half back of the wild card uh, race right now in the seven hole. The uh, Giants are tied with the Marlins for the sixth spot. So, two teams looking to secure wild card spots up in San Francisco. Uh, Boston won their fifth consecutive game yesterday in a 3-2 win last night over the Giants. Um, I think the difference in this, with this being a pretty even pitching matchup with Deschlefani and James Paxton, I think the difference is the bats. These Red Sox bats are on fire. Um, I mean, Rafi Devers, the baby-faced assassin, I mean... He's one of the best hitters and best third baseman in all of baseball. I'm a big Rafi Devers guy. I know you're a Yankees guy, but <laughs> you know, there's always been some mutual respect between Yankees and Red Sox when it comes to their players. That's why there's been a few players like Babe Ruth and Johnny Damon that have played for both teams. Mm. Um, Rafi Devers, man, signed as a 16-year-old amateur. He signed a contract with the Red Sox at 16, and. Uh, Ten years later, he signs a max deal for ten more years. Amazing. Rafi Devers, one of my favorite players in, the, in baseball, just just does it. I mean, if you watch this guy hit and the way his glove is in the field, I, I like this. I like Boston right now. I like the way they're playing. And um, we always say it, man. If, if if you bet with the trend, you can only lose one time. If you bet against it, you can lose multiple times. I'm going with that strategy here. I think the Red Sox bats are, are the difference here, and I think they go uh, on the road uh, on Fox. And they beat the Giants on national TV, put them on notice. Yeah, this Clefani has not been pitching too bad. I mean, his last uh, four times, uh, he's allowed four, four, three, two, and three. So five times. Uh, But James Paxton, on the other side, has allowed only two earned runs or fewer in four of his last five starts. I think the Red Sox can get it done today. Uh, Their bats will do enough to be able to uh, get the win. Minus 113 to me seems pretty, pretty good here. Very affordable. Very, very affordable here. Red Sox get the win on the road, minus 113. 
minus 113 for the Red Sox. Another team that is incredibly hot. The Red Sox are the hottest team in the month of July, but the team with the longest winning streak in the majors right now is the Chicago Cubs. I don't know if you saw the end of that game last night, Boogie, but they had a 3-2 lead in the ninth inning. Dude for the Cardinals, it's an absolute bomb to center field, and their center fielder's last name is Touchman. He's a young guy. They called him up from AAA. He's he been there. played for the Yankees. Yeah, he's been their center fielder and leadoff hitter for the past mm-hmm. couple of months. He robs a home run to win the game for the Cubs. The Cubs are just on fire. They find themselves... They got back to 500 for the first time since they were 2-2 two and two to start the season. Now, with last night's win, they're 52-51. and 51. They're four and a half games back in Milwaukee. And they're three and a half back of a wild card. So, all the moves they made in the offseason acquiring the likes of Dansby Swanson, um, to name one guy, they are right where they want to be. And... I hate to say this, one of my favorite pitchers of all time, Adam Wainwright, who's got a few chips. A lot of people are saying he should have ran off into the sunset with Yachty and Albert Pujols. Probably should have. Decides to come back. He has been getting touched up every time he takes him out. I mean, and I watch him pitch, and and his his pitches are just like meatballs, bro. Mm -hmm. 86-mile-an-hour fastball, no movement on his off-speed stuff. Gotta ride the Cubs here in this spot. They're they're on fire and they're plus money. I'll take the Cubs to keep winning. Yeah, Wainwright has definitely lost a step uh, over his last three appearances. He's gone ten innings, given up twelve runs total. Uh, I think it might be uh, time for him to hang up those cleats. Uh, I gotta go with the streak here. Give me Tyon to be able to take care of business, shut down these Cardinals, and it's more a play against Wainwright. Uh, and you're giving me plus money here. Give me the Cubs plus 103. Cubs plus 103 for Boogie and myself. Boogie, I was really hoping, because I put in my round robin last night, and I was really hoping that none of my plays that I already put my hard-earned cash on would be a drink bet. But I found out this morning when I was peeking at your sheet. Yeah, you peeked at my sheet. That there is one game that is a drink bet. That is on my card. That's on my bet. Uh, third leg of my round robin is Miami, Minnesota is the first two, and the Baltimore Orioles. Tyler Wells is on the mound. I'm a big backer of him. I, I bet them a lot when he's pitching, and I think Clark Schmidt is the worst starting pitcher for the New York Yankees. And the Orioles got a one nothing walk-off win yesterday against the Yankees, and I just think that now's the time to back Tyler Wells that's my third leg of my uh, three-team round robin, my friend, the Baltimore Orioles. I'm sorry to say, I know you're on your Yankees. I hope it's at, from a place of logic and not a place of emotion. Nonetheless, I got the Orioles to beat the Yankees today. Tough loss for them last night. The Yanks lost in a walk-off fashion with an Anthony Santander home run. Uh, Yankees uh, had a great opportunity to win yesterday. Uh, amazing job. <coughs> Seven shutout innings by Cole. Yeah, Cole. Yeah. Judge goes 0 for 1 in his return with three walks. Um, Rodriguez, again, the rookie, best start with a walk up, like I said, with Anthony Santander. You know, all I got to say is uh, got to do a Tom Cruise movie uh, uh, shout out and all the right moves. Brian Cashman got to save the Yankee season with all the right moves. Yeah, he does. And a couple fact, days to do it, too. fact of the matter is that they, they held firm last year. 
they got Frankie Montas, but that was a horrible, horrible trade. Yep. Um, and, of course, we also now, we as a Yankee fan, have to hope that Brian Cashman can do something. They need a lot of help right now. But today's game, I think Clark Schmidt has been pitching better uh, the last two starts. <coughs> I think that given you the fact that the Yankees need this, um, they own the Orioles going into this season. And I know this is a new Orioles team, but I think that they can get it done today. And you're giving me plus 110. I'll take the Yankees plus 110. Yankees plus $1.10 for Boogie. They sit three and a half back of the wild card. And the Baltimore Orioles are currently the number one seed in the American League. Rays and the Astros, our other Fox game. Man, our Fox games today are awesome. Red Sox, Giants, Rays, Astros. Playoff implications all over the place. You look at these teams, the Astros are... Tied for the second wild card right now, and the Rays actually are in the first wild card. So this very well could be the three-game wild card series potentially in the first round of the playoffs. Tosh Bradley, rookie pitcher, Hunter Brown, rookie pitcher, both have had their ups and downs as rookies usually do in the major leagues. And last night, the Rays actually got game one of the series four to three against these Astros. But the Astros got the return of Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez. I think it's big time for them, Boogie. And I know this is uh, our fourth drink bet of this pod, but I got to go with Hunter Brown. I think he's had the better year. I think uh, the Astros bounce back at home and grab game two. I'll take the Strohs to beat the Rays. Yeah, I mean, the Astros have dropped back-to-back games at home uh, over the last eight games at Minute Maid Park. They're three and five. So they're not really playing very well at home. Um, I'm going to take a stab here with the Rays. I know the series is tied 2-2 all season. I think the Rays can go ahead and show their dominance again. And I'll take them plus money again, plus 123. Rays for Boogie. Astros for me. Big time playoff implications baseball game today on Fox at 415. At 420, we head to Truist Park in Atlanta, where the Atlanta Braves take on the Milwaukee Brewers. And in a slugfest yesterday, the Braves won this baseball game 10-7. Now we have Bryce Elder and Julio Tehran. And the last time these two pitchers linked up in Milwaukee, it was a very low-scoring 3-2 contest. Boogie had it as his best bet a couple of weeks ago and cashed it. And I'm actually tailing you on that in this one. I think it's another good couple outings for Bryce Elder and Julio Tehran. Usually what goes up comes down. Scoring 17 runs yesterday, there most people would think 10 is easy. I don't deem that to be the case. I think Tehran pitches well. I think Elder pitches well. And I think we have an under in our midst. And uh, right now the under is 9.5 even money. I found it at 10 in some spots, laying some juice, but 9.5 at even money sounds like some pretty good value to me. I see another 3-2, 5-3, 5-4, all those pinpoint to the under. I'll take the Brewers and Braves under the total of 9.5 runs at even money. You know, I was going to go with the Braves here as well. I like Elder on the mound today. Uh, Tehran comes in 2-4. and four. He used to pitch for the Braves. You never know what you're going to get when you're pitching. Uh, a little extra incentive maybe yep. against your former club. Um, but my better play here after looking at it a little deeper is also the under. You switched on me. Yeah. I, I like, thought we were going two-way. No, I like the Braves. I really do like the Braves today. I think they can take care of business. They have been slumping a little bit. But Tehran just continues to not get that run support. 
So I'm going to go ahead and also go with the under here. Yeah. Under 9.5 minus uh, 120 is the over. Even money on the total under. Give me even 9.5 under. Boogie tail in the bear in mid pod. Yeah, My man. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Four games left on our docket here. We move to the later games. 5.10 p.m. Pacific. It's the Mariners and the Diamondbacks from Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. <clears throat> it's been well documented what the Diamondbacks have done so far in the second half of the season, and that is not be very good. They've only won three of their last ten ball games. They're now four games back in the West, and they are now outside of the playoff picture or a game back of a wild card. When you take a look at this Mariners ball club, it's been kind of opposite for them. The Seattle Mariners have been played pretty good baseball. They've won three straight games. They're 53-50. and 50. They're six and a half back of the Rangers and four and a half back of the wild card. So Right in the thick of things for Seattle. Looking to get back to back-to-back postseasons for the first time since the 90s when they had A-Rod and all those guys. Diamondbacks thought they were in a good spot. They've kind of tallied off a little bit. And this kid, Brandon Pavati, or... Fat. Brandon Fat. (laughs) Fat. (laughs) Brandon Fat has not been the part here. The rookie pitcher has struggled this season. 0-4 with an 881 ERA and 31 and two-thirds. Going up against another rookie pitcher, Brian Wu. 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 Wu versus Fat. <laughs> and Wu has been similar to Cookie Carrasco, very, very inconsistent. Pitches a gem, gets touched up. Pitches a gem, gets touched up. I'll lean on the better team, the, well, the hotter team at this point in the season, and I'll lean on Brian Wu, and I'll take the Mariners, minus 118. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, both uh, pitchers really have not been pitching very well. Uh, Mariners, though, seem to be doing a lot better uh, with the Diamondbacks fading so far in the second half. I got to go with the hotter team here. Give me the Mariners with Brian Wu. Uh, minus 118 is the, the money line. I'll take the Mariners. Woo! 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 Colorado Rockies and the Oakland A's. You don't hear this very often, and it doesn't happen all that often, but it's happening today. The worst team in the American League versus the worst team in the National League. If this was, wow, this is kind of like the opposite of the World Series. <laughs> um, you got the, literally the A's, 15th in the American League. Rockies, 15th in the National League. The Rockies have lost three games in a row. The Oakland A's, I saw this yesterday and I could not believe it. <clears throat> the Oakland A's were actually favored on the road in a baseball game. Mm. They were minus 120 yesterday with J.P. Sears, who's pitched well. For the Yankee. Former Yankee, 8-5 victory for the A's, stealing game one. We hit a two-way on that yesterday. I was on the A's. Boogie was on the over. Went over, 8-5. They returned to Coors Field today. The Rockies are trying to get off the schneid here and uh, get themselves a victory. And I think they do it. Chris Flexen, the former Mariner, is hurling for the Rockies. In his debut. Debut with the Rockies. 0-4 with a 7-7-1 ERA against Paul Blackburn. Anytime that you can fade the A's off a win at a basically a pick em price, I feel like you got to do it. Rockies are at home, and it's the same story with them. 23 and 27 on the, at home, right around 500. 17 and 40 something on the road. That's all I need to hear. I'll take the Rockies at home today to win game two of this series. Yeah, I got good news for somebody. One of these teams has got to win. So. Yeah. Uh, we will look at the Rockies to get the home win today in Chris Flexen's debut for Colorado. Uh, obviously, this was a bet on Flexen last year. He was uh, really good 
for Seattle. Don't know what happened, but he kind of has fallen off this year. So hopefully some new scenery will go ahead and get this guy's arm back in shape. Uh, Rockies at home, only minus 109. I'll take them as the A's don't typically win two in a row. Rockies for Boogie and the Bear today with Chris Flexen in his debut for Colorado. Rangers and the Padres, and this was the fluky line of the year yesterday with Martin Perez going today against you, Darvish. Yesterday was Joey Musgrove, and uh, it was such an inflated line against Dane Dunning. They were minus 170. Smelled that 7-1 victory coming from a mile away. Ah. Now the Padres play the Rangers again, and... It's been well documented of the Padres' struggles this year, but they are only six games back, and they actually have a plus 57 run differential on the season. Better than any wild card team in this hunt right now. The Phillies are the number one wild card team, and their run differential is only 11. So the Padres can beat you big time. The Rangers are the Rangers. Um, I think they'll be there in October for sure, no matter what. Padres are just trying to get back to 500. I think they get a step closer today. Padres money line with you, Darvish. A Padres with Darvish on the mound, seven and seven, four point eight zero ERA. Uh, he's facing his former team, and uh, who knows if the Rangers may even <coughs> rumor has it may look to go after him for some more pitching help. But in the meantime, the Rangers are without All Star catcher Jonah Heim, as he might even be out for the season. That, could hurt. that hurts. He is also. Uh, they are also out with uh, Corey Seager is also out on the injured list. Yeah. Nine straight wins over Texas since 2018. These San Diego Padres are. I look for that streak to continue. Give me the Padres minus 161 to get it done. Padres run it up, man. They keep it going. Uh, we take a look at our final game, and it's the Reds and the Dodgers. And I was very surprised when you didn't have the Dodgers here. And I like you're not, Dodgers. You're not, you're not fading the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers today. Luke Weaver gets touched up every time he pitches. That's why I like your over aspect of things. I think the over is like hit nine in a row when Luke Weaver pitches. Emmett Sheehan is pitching, looking for a bounce-back start. He got touched up his last time out. The Dodgers lost yesterday 6-5. They've actually lost four of their last five games. And the uh, Reds are just trying to keep pace here in the National League. You take a look at where they're at. Cincinnati Reds currently are only a half game back of the Milwaukee Brewers, and they are tied with the Phillies for the number one wild card spot. When you look at the Los Angeles Dodgers, they currently have a three-game lead in the National League West and a current two-seed set up to get that by and avoid the wild card round. That's the goal for the Dodgers right now. And um, I think they get a bounce-back win here. Uh, Luke Weaver, I think he's going to give up a lot of runs. He always does, and I think the Dodgers are going to do enough. Dodgers run line, minus one and a half, minus a dollar ten. That's where I'm going. Ooh, okay. Well, this is definitely a bet against both pitchers here. Uh, Sheehan's been uh, able to get it done most likely because of the high-powered offense that the Dodgers have. Uh, with a 6.75 ERA, he comes in 3-1. and one. Weaver, as we've noted, is not very good. 7.20 ERA. I am going total here, my friend. Give me over 10 runs today in this Dodgers game. Minus 115 faded to the over. Over 10 for Boogie and Reds Dodgers. Over 10 for Boogie. Two-way play to finish it off. Dodgers run line and over 10 runs. Best bet time because we got things to do. It's 845. These games start at noon. 
My best bet's pretty simple. The Kansas City Royals won a baseball game yesterday, and the pitcher they're throwing today is 1-12, and the Twins are looking to get back in the win column with one of their best starters. Very simple. Minnesota Twins on the money line to go on the road and beat Jordan Lyles and the Royals. That's my best bet. Boogie's Blockbuster best bet for today, Saturday, July 29th, 2023, is going to be the Guardians White Sox under 9.5 runs, minus 120. Go get that under and cash in. There it is. Minnesota minus 178 and the Cleveland Chicago White Sox under 9.5, minus twenty. All of our best bets coming out of the American League Central today. Very interesting. Go grab the Twins and go grab that under in the White Sox and Guardians. See you guys tomorrow morning. Bear now. Boogie out.